Hello, and welcome to Drunk on DCOMS, uh, a podcast where uh, everyone you hear is invisible while recording it. Whoa. You can't see us. Yeah, prove me wrong. They can't. Can't. Yeah. (laughs) So, we watched Invisible Sister. Uh, It was next on the list. (laughs) About five minutes in, you could tell it it probably should have been lower on the list. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, do you just want me to hop in and go straight into the, yeah, the, yeah, I, yeah, okay, Recap so, it. yeah, it. so this came out in, what, 2015? Yeah, it was like 2015. It's, pre- yeah, it's, it's pretty recent. Um, okay, so we got Cleo, who's Rowan Blanchard, uh, from Girl Meets World, mm-hmm. uh, and she doesn't like her older sister, because her older sister's popular, even though her older sister is really nice. Yeah. It's like her older sister like goes out of her way to invite her to things. Um, so she doesn't like her older sister. She's a big science nerd kind of, but she's also, would you say goth, gothish? I think that's what they were going for. I think, yeah, like goth light, like family-friendly goth. We can talk about uh, Disney's definite, like, watered down, like, how they still continue to play into, like, the satanic panic uh, goth people. Like, that means you're unhappy. That means you're We can talk about about that later, because that's a thing that Disney's been doing in these movies since the 90s, and we'll continue to do. I think I'd never considered... Okay, we'll get into that later. So, uh... So she is uh, unhappy, yes, uh, but she's a straight-A student. She gets a really good grade on her science test, and her science teacher tells her that he's rejecting her science project that she suggested, that she came up with, and instead he's giving her, like, a random piece of something and telling her she has to figure out what this is by Monday. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's... And, just 50% of her grade. Mm-hmm. So she goes home and her parents leave. Uh, they are going somewhere. I don't remember if they say it does not matter. Uh, they will not be back for the rest of the movie. Mm-mm. So then her sister throws a party uh, with all of all of her friends while Cleo tries to do her science experiment in the shed, I guess. It completely... It was almost like a greenhouse. Because it was all yeah. glass. Yeah. I wasn't really clear on what that was. And so, yeah, she tries to do her experiment in there. She figures out that the thing is sucrose. And right as she figures that out, a moth flies over her science project. Mm-hmm. And she knocks a bunch of chemicals into the beaker and the steam from that immediately turns the moth invisible so we're jumping right in so Mm -hmm. she spills stuff all over the place uh she decides to go and catch the moth even though it's an invisible moth like she shouldn't be able to see it she can see light like reflected off of it yes which is that's not how invisibility works yeah that's like reflecting Mm-hmm. It'd almost be like, like translucent, but it could still catch light. Yeah. 
I they don't really explain it that well. So yeah, they really don't explain it that well. So uh, later that night, after the party ends, uh, the sister Molly ends up eating the moth, <laughs> drinking her drinking the moth. Yeah, um, and then when she wakes up the next morning, she is invisible, and uh, they they then and we're only like ten minutes into the movie here. They yeah. jumped in pretty fast. They really did. But then the next forty five minutes is just nonsense so instead of saying all right we need to figure this out immediately her invisible sister is like okay i need you to pretend to be me and go to school so that we can so that i can play the lacrosse game that i have to play today even though uh, like let's make this clear one they are sisters they are not twins so like one is older than the other like pretty obviously like maybe like two years older yeah. And then she's taller. She's a good bit bigger than her. Yeah, she's definitely taller. She yeah, she looks more athletic too. Yeah, they're they're built differently. They yeah. have different. Faces. Like these two girls who play sisters in this movie could maybe be cousins in real life, or like yes. siblings who look very little like each other. Yeah, but- and like the thing is too, of all the times that Disney has done the two characters are played by the same actor trope right do it again why would you not do that right now when you need one of the characters to pretend to be the other character like why would you not make them the same person Uh, yeah i have no clue because it made no sense and then yeah we're going to school as her sister but she looks nothing like her sister and everyone just buys it everyone buys it like she doesn't talk like her sister she talks like the original like cleo she talks like cleo but every single person is like, oh, look, it's Molly. And like, yeah, she has a mask on. But like, I'd like to think if I saw someone who I knew that well, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be like, oh, look, it's this person, even though it doesn't sound like them at all. or And it's not, you know, they're not acting like themselves at all. Both of us have siblings. If yes. either one of us put our sibling, even if our siblings have the same haircut, like, which... I assume that yours doesn't. Mine does not have the same haircut as me. If if they did, and I put a mask on Peyton and was like, "Go pretend to be me to Adam," Adam would be like, "You're Peyton. You are not yeah. Jordan." Because I, Peyton is like three inches taller than me, and like there would be immate giveaways that you would be like, "That's not." And we sound alike, but not yeah, like- but I would I would know immediately right that that was not you. Right, I feel it, it, and vice versa. You're, yeah, you're so yeah. <laughs> you would be you would be very positive that my brother was not me. Right, I'd be like, that's not that's not yeah. you're not Adam. So yes. like, no. And, yeah, it doesn't it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. It's it's bad. It's her boyfriend. It's her best yeah. friend. If your boyfriend and best friend can't tell you apart from your younger sister, there's it's that's questionable. The boyfriend is kind of in a different movie though. The boyfriend is in a movie where everyone is much dumber than the people in this movie. Mm -hmm. And, like, he's not the worst part about this movie. Like, he's maybe the only part that I'm, like, this guy's kind of entertaining because he's just so stupid. Mm -hmm. But everybody else is meant to be, like, it's one of those movies where, like, high school kids are, you know, doctorate-level physicists and 
chemists and just like yeah so anyway moving on moving on so she goes to school the lacrosse team has a weird like trust circle during school there's no coach we'll get back to that later we'll get Mm -hmm. back to that later um so then she uh i'm gonna skip some stuff she she ends up playing the lacrosse game for Mm -hmm. her invisible sister because there will be scouts there there is no lacrosse coach so remember about like 10 seconds ago when i said we'd get back to that we're back to that there is no lacrosse coach thank you adam who's coaching this team like who's determining who gets to go in it doesn't make any sense uh she tries to play lacrosse and is doing a bad job because she's not a lacrosse player until Mm -hmm. her invisible sister starts like standing behind her Mm -hmm. and like marionetting her body yes i think i think it's interesting about the coach thing they really make it seem like it's the captain's job which is absolutely not the job of a high school captain of any nope Mm -mm. it couldn't be they don't know yet and they're unacceptable right (laughs) yeah um and also let's not forget that her sister pulls a real angels in the outfield move and just starts just starts decking people like on the other team just starts like people go flying she slams the goalie she basically has her sister roll the ball towards yes yes out of her stick and then she just runs as fast as she can at the goalie tackles them goalie goes flying Yes. Like, don't you think the maybe the other team doesn't have a coach too? I don't know, but the other team's supposed to be like, why did my goalie just like is she all right? Like that's these she's causing like actual injuries. Like yeah. when you like you okay, so when you play a sport and you see a person running toward you, and you know that that person is about to hit you, your body naturally braces for contact, and like you you know you prepare. And, you know, you do just like you, you lower your center of gravity and you do things to minimize that contact when you don't know you're about to be hit and you just go flying. Like we're talking, you know, whiplash. We're talking like concussions, broken bones. Just the fact that there's not like an ambulance on the field, like they don't have to stop the game because of the nonsense that's going on. Even yet, yeah, at the beginning, before the sister starts playing, homegirl, uh, what's her name? The main character who's not invisible. Cleo. Cleo. She gets slammed in the head with yes. a ball. I don't know if anyone... Right in the middle of her forehead. Right. And girls lacrosse, they don't wear helmets, which is stupid. And, um... Yeah, what's the logic behind that? Do you have any idea? Um, I'm pretty sure it's all based in misogyny. Uh, okay. girl why do boys lacrosse players because it's really girls lacrosse is non-contact boys lacrosse is contact that's dumb Um, but you should still wear a helmet because there is a projectile flying around yeah but that's what it's like in hockey they didn't have to wear helmets until like i'm gonna get this wrong i feel like it was i think it was like the 70s 70s or 80s and there and even then they grandfathered people in Mm -hmm. so if you if you had started your career before that date you didn't have to wear a helmet. But yeah. might have, it might have been the seventies. I think it was probably the seventies. Definitely not the eighties. But like, if there had been a coach or any adult there, maybe yeah. like, but as soon as you see a 
kid get like clocked with a little yep. ball? That's yep. a timeout. That kid is. That's out a timeout. Yeah, you're ta- yeah, you're not taking chances. No, no, yeah. you're you're gonna have their their you're gonna have them checked at the very least. It's a high school sporting event too, so you have an athletic trainer there. Mm-hmm. Like there there are requirements of uh, you have to have certain medical personnel. Right. It's, this thing just kept going as people got like knocked down, hit yes. in the face. Like, first of all, someone would be like, why is everyone just falling? And yes. second of all, all these people would have been continuously pulled from the game to be like, yes, best. evaluated. Yeah, evaluated. it's completely unaddressed. And let's be real, too. Why were there 80,000 fans there? <laughs> the girls it's like, it's like the friggin' Rose Bowl. Mm-hmm. You've got so many people. It's like, Texas high school football for this girls lacrosse game. Like what what reality is this? One where people can turn invisible. Yeah. And now we've been caught up on the lacrosse game for far too long. Look, the lacrosse game was so weird. In in the end, it really has nothing to do with anything else. No. It doesn't it doesn't make it doesn't matter at all. No. Yeah. Um, okay. So Okay. After the lacrosse game, uh, Cleo and George, who is her friend, who we haven't mentioned, but he's just kind of also there sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he doesn't really do anything. He's just kind of also there. Yeah. Um, realize that the invisibility will become permanent unless they can find an antidote before midnight, because that w- that it's 24 hours after Molly swallowed the moth, which doesn't make any sense. No, and it's a they're just... Halloween thing, just like yep. under wraps. Makes no oh, yeah. sense. I don't think we even said is this that this was Halloween. This is Halloween. Technically. Technically it's Halloween. It it doesn't really matter. Like it No. <laughs> it's bad. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't want to get bogged down. Um so this then the sisters decide to go catch a moth because they they think they need a moth. For this by the way that ends up not mattering yeah that that was just a whole waste of time it's a massive waste of time so they go to the exact place where you would find a moth a cemetery mm-hmm. uh and they have a fight but it's not but then like everything's fine 10 seconds later um but you should explain the the fight is that they basically uh, you know Cleo's supposed to be the negative one. Molly's the positive one. Molly is now invisible. And at a certain point, Molly's like, I give up. I'm just going to, I want to turn invisible by myself. I don't want to talk to you anymore. And yeah. Cleo's supposed to be like, you're supposed to be the positive one. You're always the positive one because I'm mean. I'm the mean one. And um, yeah. then Cleo sits on some stoop of like, I mean, this is in New Orleans, which is like kind of an important plot point, but not really. Could have um, been better. Yeah, and they're sitting on, she's like sitting on the stoop of someone's mausoleum, and yeah. she's crying, and she's like, I just wish, they, I just feel like I'm invisible sometimes, and you're sitting there like, are yeah. you this about you right now? Because like, <laughs> aren't invisible. Yeah, like an hour. And yeah. One thing we didn't quite mention is that her sister is very nice, like intentionally tries to include her, like, you said that, yeah, but like, I said that. she invites her to like, Go get frozen yogurt with all of her friends, and then like yeah, and has a they party. Also, they also invite George. Right, it's they like, they're like, "Hey, do you and your friend want to come get frozen yogurt?" And she's like, "No, I hate you. Go to hell." 
Yeah, and then so she apologizes for that in this scene. She's like, I'll get frozen yogurt next time. And if then, you pay for it. If you pay for it, yeah. But that's like the whole thing is like she's basically just apologizing. But like so quickly her sister comes back with the moth in the jar. Like her sister caught a moth in this like sequence yep. when we weren't looking and she's like, I forgive you. Let's go. Cleo, Cleo's the villain here. She's so mean. And like her sister is like it's not like her sister's like mean popular. Her sister just has friends. Yep. And also includes. It's not her friends. sister's fault that people like her. Right. She's just she's on a sports team and like yes. is nice to people and then is trying to be nice to Cleo and then yeah. She's not even like on a sports team and mean to her sister. She <laughs> is just like on a sports team and a nice person and people like her because she's a nice person and. Cleo, her sister, is like, I hate you. I don't like you. You're you're super nice, and I hate that about you. Yeah, that's basically the only reason she hates her. She hates her for mm-hmm. being nice, which yes. is a ridiculous thing to hate someone for. It really is. Yeah. So they get the they get the thing. They go to the high school. I don't remember what they do at the high school. Um, something about oh, they look at the wait. Is that where they decide they only have until midnight? I thought they had already decided that. No, they go to the high school and they they realize they need the guy who has a crush on Cleo. Yes. There's a guy who has a crush on Cleo and Cleo is always mean to him. (laughs) And so he doesn't think Cleo likes him. Um, but But then in a bear costume, this is earlier in the film, the invisible sister goes, pretends to be Cleo. This is not okay too, by the way. No. Pretends to be Cleo. And, like, asks this guy out on a date. His name's Carter. His name's Carter. Okay, thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, asks him on a date. And uh, so Carter thinks that they're going to be out on a date at this uh, dance. This this romp the swamp dance. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what it's actually called. And what really happens is they need him because he is a genius-level scientist. Because yeah. of course he is. He's so smart. He's so smart. They need him to uh, basically engineer an antidote in 20 minutes before the sister becomes permanently invisible. And so they find him. He has this big moment where he's like, why aren't you wearing your costume to Cleo? Because like, I thought we were going to you know, go on this date. And he's being real kind of aggressive about this. Mm-hmm. He really was. He was kind of yeah. mean. And also, he... So she was wearing... So the sister was wearing a bear costume when she talked to him. So he went home after school and spent hours, he says, putting together his uh, honey pot costume. Yes. Which is real weird. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And, you know, I don't think they're at a couple's costume level here. No, she, like, just asked him out for the first time ever that morning. So they didn't specify it would be at that dance even, I don't think, right? They said that she would be there, but like they didn't say like that'll be our first date. And that was what was weird too. He was like mad that she wasn't with him at the dance, even though they never specified that it was the dance that was a date. Yeah. This some red flags here. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um they they grab him, they go into a barn, uh they Build a still again. Twenty minutes here. There's only twenty minutes to do this. Yep. They build a still 
they engineer an antidote and then they, uh, you know, put it through the still, I guess, is the, they put the steam through the still. Is that how you, how you would describe that? I don't even, yeah, I'm not familiar with the terminology and they give it to the sister with like seconds to go before midnight. And all of a sudden the science teacher who we haven't met, who we haven't mentioned since he, you know, gave the sister, the, since he gave Cleo the 50% of her grade project uh, is banging on the door of the barn and saying that they have to let him in. And they're like, just drink the thing. And instead of drinking it, she opens the door to show the science teacher that she's invisible. Mm-hmm. And she misses the deadline of midnight by a lot. And then she drinks the thing and it doesn't work. And the science teacher is like flabbergasted. And then she realizes she needs, what is it? Something, what, what is it? What's the thing she puts Ginger in there? Ginger fizz. It's like an alka Ginger fizz. Yeah, she needs like Alka-Seltzer uh, to, to activate it. And so she drinks that and then she's fine and everything's fine. And they, you know, go get frozen yogurt together as a group. And I hate it. And then they all cheers frozen oh, yogurt, which is not yeah, the they, first time they've done that in a decom that we've watched. It's not. They, they cheers frozen after. yogurt. And then she also presents her findings at like a science symposium. I'm very tired now. We're, we're two movies in. Um, we've got three movies where the main plot point is a major science disaster. Yes. Um, in two of them, the other me and this one. Yes. Give them credit like they're geniuses yeah. for making a massive mistake. Complete accident. Like, yes. it could have gone horribly wrong. You know who should present at this at this science conference? Yeah. The, the guy who came up with the antidote in like 20 minutes. That's what I was thinking too. She did she turned her invisible on accident. Yes. Carter's the one who made the antidote. Yeah, and Carter sucks. Like let's be real here. But right, I'm not saying I'm pro yeah. Carter here. Yeah. But... No, nobody's nobody's pro Carter. He, yeah. kind of, I mean, at the very least, it should have been like her and him presenting it together. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah, because really fixed that she accidentally turned her sister invisible because a moth fell in her drink and she drank it. Mm -hmm. She didn't yes. do anything intentional. Yeah. Also, this technology doesn't seem like something you would want to get out. Like the the negative possibilities of being able to turn people invisible and uninvisible are horrifying also let's talk about like when you present to like a board of scientists like you didn't just do an experiment one time yeah you like, absolutely have to do it more you do an experiment over and over and over again yep. with like, many different variables yep. and you present your findings and you, you don't, don't jump to human trials here no you don't just turn your sister invisible and then turn around invisible and then you're like revered most people would be like um that's incredibly unethical and your sister yep. could have been invisible forever or she could have died you could have we don't know we don't know what the long-term effects of invisibility are mm -mm. like maybe you just gave your sister cancer or her kids could, could be invisible yes exactly we don't know she birthed an invisible baby <laughs> that's really dark <laughs> it's alive it's just invisible you never they never see their own child
that's really dark. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So here's the thing that I noticed too. Molly's invisible, Mm -hmm. but everyone still looks at her. Yes. Anytime anyone talks to her, they're not like looking around like, where are you? They just look directly at her. And um, Disney had to do this thing, I feel like because they could only afford so much like special effects type of stuff, that every once in a while, even when she's invisible, you can see her like as the audience. Yep. They'll bring her back into screen, so you have, like, a reference of where she is. Yep. Which is a weird way to do an invisible character. It's dumb. Mm-hmm. It's real dumb. They could have just had her be invisible the entire time. Right. Saved like, on it, that actress. They wouldn't have had her pay her <laughs> You're so right. That's horrible. <laughs> yeah. You know, honestly, the acting in this is the strongest part of the movie. It is. The- with that, with with the eyeline thing, you know, excluded. But that's probably because the director is telling them where to look. But, right. you know, the acting's fine. Um, yeah, it's not that. It's not like Radio Rebel. No, like I, I don't, I don't know anything about Rowan Blanchard, um, who's the mm-hmm. girl from Girl Meets World. But, like, she's fine in this. She's not like, you know... I don't, I'm not like, oh, get me the next Rowan Blanchard movie. You know, she's an up and coming star. Mm-hmm. But like, as far as Disney Channel original movies go. It's fine. Six, six out of 10. Yeah. Yeah. She's pretty good. She was good. Um, uh, Another kid from this movie, her, her friend George, he was from another Disney Channel original or Disney Channel show. He's from Jesse. The one. Okay, I don't know what that is. Jesse is the one with. Uh, Debbie Ryan. Debbie Ryan. Okay, yeah, we saw her in a different thing, right? That's the she's the lead in Radio Rebel. Oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, Jesse was the show where Debbie Ryan was the babysitter of four kids. I'm pretty sure we'll see. Okay. I'm pretty sure we'll see all of the kids. Um, Can't wait because the four kids from Jesse were George in this. One girl's name's Peyton List, and I'm almost positive she was in at least one Disney Channel original movie. Um, the other girl's name was Sky Jackson, and I'm pretty sure she was in at least one. And the other boy was that boy. His name was, like, Cameron Boyce, and he's the one who passed away really young. But he was Ooh. in the villain. What was it called? Um, it's like they're, like, the children of the villains, and I'm pretty sure that's pretty high up on the list. Oh, um, descendants. the de- deceptions, the the descendants. descendants. Okay, yeah, yeah. He's one of the leads in that. He had like it was sad. He had like a seizure disorder or something. That's messed up. Mm-hmm. Sorry to hear that. But those were all, the four kids from that are all in Disney, like all yeah, moms at different times. That so, makes sense because Disney uses these to try people out for. Yeah other shows to see if they're good enough to be the lead in their own show or if you're really good you get to go up to you know an actual movie real disney which i don't think any of the the selena gomez route yeah Uh, she actually was she ever in a in a decom yeah princess protection program with uh, Uh, okay there you go Mm -hmm. that one's higher up on the list i'm sure it is it's hard Mm -hmm. to be i feel like we're still in what I would thoroughly consider the bottom tier. Oh, absolutely. Like, I, we haven't gotten to the middle tier, and I don't know exactly when that'll start. Mm-mm. I do know that Alley Cat Strike should be in that tier. Yes. Because it's so much better than everything else we've seen. 
I absolutely agree. But like, these are all bad. These are all bad. And while we're talking about this, I do want to interject. I've come up with a new Disney Channel original movie theory that over all of the other movies that we've watched in the past, um, I figured out the Disney Channel original movies so far that we've watched. There are four main themes. Uh, those four themes are prom slash dance, kidnapping, and in parentheses, sometimes attempted, uh, science experiment gone wrong, and basketball. And that's yeah. that's all they know how to do. Yeah, that makes perfect sense to me. I'm, I'm, I think picking those themes is is exactly right. So yeah, you want You said you want to go through some of the past films. Yeah. I, uh, first, I'm going to give some breakdowns of big numbers here. Um, we've watched okay. 17 movies so far. Um, out wow. of that 17, seven of them have had a prom dance. Um, and these themes can overlap. There can obviously yeah. more than one of these some, things. Some of those proms are definitely junior proms, but they they count. I'm calling them prom dances because some yeah. of them are spring flings. Yeah. Oh, I remember that from um, the the one with the girl from Modern Family. Yeah, Geek Charming. Yeah. She she really wanted to be spring fl Okay, keep going. I want everyone to brace themselves for this one. Yeah. Out of 17 movies, the amount of movies that have had an attempted kidnapping or an actual kidnapping in them Nine. Now, when I say kidnapping, I mean any type of person could have been stolen, adult mm -hmm. or child, because sometimes it is parents. Yeah. Um, we saw dad napped. Dad napped. Honestly, it's more parents than kids being stolen. Yeah, because um, the kids then have to rescue the parents. Right. So that has been used nine times. Did um, you count... Um, Good luck, it's Christmas, good luck, Charlie, or whatever it is. Yes, I did, because they okay, get... I, yeah. I recall. They get, they get kidnapped by the weird paintball people. Mm -hmm. That is that movie's one theme that it falls under in these four. Um, okay. Another one, uh, the science experiment gone wrong. I've got a total of eight, two of which I'm calling kinda, because they're kinda magic, kinda science. Uh, under wraps and also you lucky dog where one is a dog psychic and one is a mummy that has been reincarnated i'm gonna call that a yeah. science experiment gone wrong because it feels kind yeah. of intentional but it's also kind of like magic i would and call that a science I would, I would definitely consider that a science experiment gone wrong because they never try to explain it at all and you know, it doesn't seem like magic exists in those in those universes, even in um, the fake mummy one mm -hmm. under wraps. Like, it seems like it's based in some kind of ancient science. So, yeah, continue. <laughs> and then, last but not least, shockingly, only two basketball movies, and one is just a kind of, which is Alley Cat Strike, where they do mm -hmm. include other sports, and that's how they get to bowling. Isn't they're trying to win the apple? Yeah, so, well, <laughs> they're, trying to, they're trying to win the apple. That movie actually is not bad. No, looking back compared to all these other ones. Yeah. But as we continue to watch these movies, I think we all need to think about dances, Those, yes. kidnapping, science experiments gone wrong, and basketball. Because it's all Disney knows. Yeah. There's going to be more basketball. I think we can, we can be pretty confident there's going to be more basketball. Yeah. So it's absolutely bananas. Um, 
Disney really needs to start branching out and thinking of other things for young adults to do because I think that's all that they think the young adults do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I can't wait for the era of 90s extreme sports films. And really, I'm just talking about Brink. I can't wait for Brink. It's the one movie I'm excited for. It's like number 12, and I still think that's 11 spots too low. I want to, I'm looking forward to motocross, which may throw my whole system off. Mm. Unless There's someone no... gets kidnapped in that movie. Mm, somebody might get kidnapped in that movie. I don't, mm, no, I don't think so. I will be adding themes as the movies get better if there are yeah, that's fair. more elevated themes. But right now yeah. it's bottom, you know, 25% of DCOMs. We're seeing a lot of the same stuff. And I think it's yeah. intentional because these are movies that it's just so poorly executed. Even good movies with some of those themes come across as like corny or bad. Mm -hmm. So yeah. when you put it into an even worse movie, it just makes it, you know, truly terrible. Also, yeah. I I'm already I already have a theory. The movies we like the least have the most amount of those themes overlapping, which I'm pretty sure is just because these those movies have too much going on. So yeah. not only are they un unpleasant, like Can of Worms. Th no, nobody has four out of four, but Can of Worms um, and The Other Me both have three out of four. Which those is are both terrible films. Those are two that if I could redo this list, I'd move them all the way back, probably below Geek Charming. I don't think yeah. those movies oh, should Oh, absolutely, yes. I would move them below Radio Rebel. I, let's, I, I've defended Radio Rebel before uh, compared to some of these other films. I'll do it again. Can of Worms is oh. not anywhere near... Can of Worms deserves its own tier. It really does. And Can of Worms doesn't even just slightly hit on my three... On the three that it hits. They are yeah. majorly at a dance that he ruins. They spend yes. way too much time at it. The two kids are kidnapped by aliens and put into a zoo and yes. spend way too much time focusing on that. And then his science experiment gone wrong is basically the whole plot of the movie. So with those three things all going on at the same time, the movie is just like unwatchable. It's so bad. Also, it's gross. I don't want to. I don't want to sit here and and relitigate can of worms. Can of worms is is awful. It's yeah. it's terrible. But that's yeah. just another part of it. But yeah, back to um, Invisible Sister. There's not a lot to say about the movie. It wasn't really good, but it wasn't really no. like offensively. It was just like another one where it was very boring. There was a lot of mm -hmm. filler. Yeah, I don't remember a lot of the filler. <laughs> yep, it was about ten minutes in that I I did that thing where I checked to see how much of the movies left. And it was then that I learned, and I will say this in this movie's defense, that while most Disney Channel original movies are an hour and a half, this one is a tight hour and 15. And I do appreciate that. I do. Yeah, me too. And I, yeah. Uh, 15, I'm sure they probably filmed 15 more minutes of filler and then we're Oh, like, yeah, they, yeah, no. they cut it. Mm -hmm. I also appreciate uh, the sister's boyfriend, Coog, uh, who upon hearing that his girlfriend is going to be invisible for the rest of her life, says, that's okay, we can still get married and have invisible children, which is a weird thing to say for a high schooler. Like, it's a weird thing to say, yeah. but also kind of supportive in a, in a weird idiot sort of way. He was kind of nice. Like He was he, nice. 
he, he genuinely, like, when he, he thought, um, he thought that What's-Her-Face, that Molly had been avoiding him all day. Yes. Um, and he, like, looks at Cleo at the party, or the school dance slash haunted house thing they're at, and he's like, is Molly gonna break up with me? And he's like, I just want you to be honest. He's like, if I'm, if she's like not happy, that's fine. He's like, I'll, I'll move on, but just like tell yeah. me the truth. And he's, like, he's like, her happiness is the most important thing. He's, he seems like a nice person. Yeah, I feel like Coog may fall under a category that I, I think we've yet to see in a Disney Channel original movie, which is a himbo. That's fair. Yeah, because he. He's kind of, I mean, for a decom, I'd say relatively like handsome and muscular for yeah. a children's movie. He well, tra- what? we just watched Jumping Ship. That does not count. Um, <laughs> he's not a himbo because number two, Koo drinks that respect women juice, and that's important. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> and then he's stupid. <laughs> he actually really, um, I think, is he is a himbo. He seems like a nice guy. Yeah. Yeah, but he's dumb. But he's, he's dumb as hell. Him. But mm-hmm. you can understand why she's with him. Right. He's pretty nice. He's, he's very supportive. He's <laughs> so a new uh, we've unlocked a new category of Disney Channel original movie actor a himbo. I, I don't yeah. know how many of those will actually come across because I feel like many male characters in these movies are often like Mm-hmm. Kind of hatching Pete esque, yeah. They're like self pitying. Yeah, they suck. They suck, and yeah. just, I there's don't. There's two kinds. There's broadly speaking, there's two kinds of Disney Channel original movies. There's the hyper realistic one, which is like, um, you know, the movie that we're gonna watch next week, which is Double Teamed, which is like two <laughs> sisters. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that next week. Let's not get into it. <laughs> two sisters who are both trying to make it at basketball. And it's like their journey to be the best basketball players they can be. And then there is hyper not realistic, hyper unrealistic, which is, you know, you accidentally turn your sister invisible with a moth. And like a character like, what's his name again? Coog. Coog can (laughs) only exist in the hyper unrealistic one. Because he's so dumb, right? That you like can't. He just doesn't fit in anything that is attempting to be an accurate portrayal of how human beings behave. Yeah. Yeah. Great in this, though. Honestly, yeah. best part of the film. Yeah, he he was really genuinely the best part of this film. Yeah. But yeah, there's really not much else to say about this no. movie. I feel like Do we it. talked more about like general decoms for a lot longer than we talked about this movie, but that's that's okay. fine. Yeah, this movie is boring. Um, mm-hmm. do you want to rate it? Yeah, we're rating it out of Coogs. Right, <laughs> that's fair. Because I mean, I would give Coog ten Coogs out of. Oh Coog. yeah, totally. But, I but this it. movie gets two Coogs for me. I was just about to say two. Yeah, it's, it's a it's a two Cougar. It gets. A point and a half for the acting, and then an extra half mm-hmm. a point for Coog himself. Yeah, entirely. <laughs> I'm gonna real quickly. I'm gonna look and see if Coog has been in anything else. I'm gonna bet no. Mm-mm. I would right. take away a point for head injuries, but I'll I'll give him a pass this time. Yeah, yeah. Take a point away for unsafe 
uh, sporting activity. Mm -hmm. Oh, Coog's picture is terrifying. Oh, no. On IMDb. All right, he's best known for Invisible Sister. No, that's uh, promising. He was on The Grinder. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Uh, he played Craig in Malibu Rescue on Netflix. Oh, yeah. No, Coog's been around. He's been in something called Snatchers. I don't like any of the names. He was, on, he was on an episode of Fuller House. Are you sure you're Snatchers? I'm on the right guy. Grindr? I'm on the right <laughs> Those are movies for everyone. He is also in a movie called Boys on Film. I'm telling you, my dude's a porn star. Snatchers, The Grinder, and Boys uh, on Film. He was in a short film called Surprise. Uh, you're not going to talk me out of that those aren't adult movies. It uh, looks like Rob Lowe is in The Grinder. And also Fred Savage. I got nothing else. I'm just telling you that that's <laughs> nothing else. That's who. We, okay. All right. Well, do you want to wrap this up? Yeah, that sounds good. I come back okay. next week to get double teamed. Um, All right. What? The <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Bye. <laughs> Bye.